Hi, this is Bob Sarantino from Italian Roots and Genealogy, and I have a great guest today, Marco Bassani from Bassani and Partners in Verona, Italy. So, welcome, Marco. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for the invitation. I'm really happy to be here with you. Uh, and we were talking before that you have a beautiful spring-like day there in Verona, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> today in Italy is a really sunny day, especially here in the north of Italy in Verona, where I'm located. Uh, so all the more reason for people to, to get a visa or get citizenship. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not just for, I mean, the Italian food that is very famous, <laughs> or, I mean, worldwide, but also, yeah, for the weather. The first thing I want to ask you is a little bit about your family background. Now, you, is your family from Verona or the, the area around Verona? Yes, correct. Yes, uh, we are from Verona. Uh, yes, absolutely. In the north of Italy in general, but right now, yes, we are in, uh, in Verona. Okay, that's that's fabulous. So one of the things that, you know, I, I want to ask you about uh, specifically, because up until a few months ago, I didn't know that this was a possibility. Uh, and I stumbled upon it on the internet. And that is the fact that, um, you know, a lot of people are going for Italian citizenship, but you could retire in Italy uh, using what I call a retirement visa. I'm sure there's another name for that, the correct name for that. So why don't you tell correct. us a little bit about how that works? Absolutely, yeah. Italian citizenship by descent, especially, I mean, it's really famous and trending, especially in the United States. But there are other options if you want to come in Italy, and especially if you want to retire in Italy. It is also very common, too, from, uh, for American citizens. So actually, there are a lot of people that uh, email to us asking, okay, but I would like to retire here. Also, if I don't have uh, an Italian heritage, so how can how can we do that so how can we retire in italy actually right now there are two main options to coming here for retirement for example the first option uh, is the so the, the the so-called elective residency visa this type of visa is a visa that was designed by the government especially for retired people so i mean uh, in in this case you have a really um, specific design visa uh, that you can apply for uh, for this type of, uh, of application, uh, you have, of course, to demonstrate that you are all retired or actually you can live in Italy without working. Because in the beginning, this is very important, in the beginning, the Italian government designed this type of visa only for retired people. So actually, you have to show that you are retired. So you have your, uh, your retirement incomes from Social Security Administration or for, from other uh, retirement um, other forms of retirement income, incomes, actually. Uh, but later, they extend the, um, the eligible people to apply for this type of visa. And so, generally speaking, you have to demonstrate that you can live in Italy without working. And, I mean, in 99% of cases, we are talking about retired people. Uh, so, so is there a limit? I mean, I'm assuming that there's some, some sort of monetary limit that you have to meet in order to be able to do that, whether it's one person or two people? Yes, correct, correct. Actually, you have to demonstrate this is the main requirement. You have to demonstrate that you have a minimum income of 32,000 euros per year. So actually, when you show your, uh, your social security statements, so the letter from the social security, you have to demonstrate that you, annually speaking, uh, you reach the minimum, so 32,000 euros, that is around thirty-five, thirty-six thousand dollars right now. 
And so is that, so I'm assuming that's per person. So let's, let's use me for an example. If, if my wife and I both wanted to come, we would have to show a minimum of, of um, you know, approximately, I guess, 60,000 yeah. euro or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Correct. Correct. That's and, that could, and that could come from Social Security, pensions, investments, wherever. Yes. Actually, the law says that you have to demonstrate that you have some stable and continuous passive income. With passive income, we means that uh, you have to, not, I mean, not just the, your Social Security income, so your pension, but you can demonstrate everything that is, um, I mean, every income besides work. So if you have, for example, some incomes for your, from your investments, some dividends, or you have like uh, incomes from rents, or you have, for example, apartments that you're renting. What is really important is basically two things. The first one, as I said, you reach the minimum requested by the law. And the second, you have to demonstrate at the consular office officer that you, these type of incomes are stable and continuous in time. This is generally the most challenging requirement to to achieve right yeah I, yeah i would imagine because it depends on where that that source of income is coming from um correct yeah and, and that's very interesting because that you know like i said i haven't run across very many people actually even knew that this was an option that that they could absolutely. do something like this uh, uh absolutely and so so now you know if somebody wants to do that and they contact you how long does a pro does, does the process you know i know you can't be exact because everything you know changes and and takes time Absolutely, to get there. Yeah. But roughly, how long would it take if somebody wanted to get a visa like that? Yes, of course, every case is different. So we process our cases on, of course, case by case basis. But um, on average, it takes around two or three months maximum to prepare all the paperwork. And then, as soon as we are ready to file the application at the your local consulate, uh, by the law, the consulate may take up to ninety days to decide your visa application. Uh, that's no, that's not that's not bad. That's pretty quick. And um, you know, once a person gets that visa, how long is that visa good for? Well, we did consider that with this type of visa. Uh, later, I will talk about the second one. But with the elective resident visa, you will have a one-year visa. Uh, so you will have a one-year resident permit in Italy that you can then renew for two years. So after the first year, as long as you want to renew, you have to actually demonstrate that you are continuing, I mean, um, earning this type of incomes. Of course, if you have a pension, you are retired, this is not a problem because you have just to show uh, an updated letter from the Social Security Administration. But if you are talking about different type of uh, passive incomes, investments or rents or other things, you have to demonstrate that you are still earning the same type of passive income as for the uh, the first application, so when the first visa was released. So yes, basically, uh, this type of visa is 99% of cases we receive interest from people that are retired. So they want just to come in Italy, they want to enjoy life in Italy, the so-called Dolce Vita. <laughs> and there are a lot of Americans that want to come in Italy, stay in Italy. And so so now let's say you get a, get a one-year visa. While I'm there now, and I know we'll talk about this a little bit later. I know we want to talk about the other visa. But then while I'm there, if, if I have the, the right Italian descent, I could apply for my citizenship while I'm on this visa, yeah? Correct, correct. 
Actually, this may be, um, I mean, another solution, another option, if you want to stay in Italy during your, I mean, during waiting for the approval of your Italian citizenship by the cent. Because actually, if you want to come in Italy uh, for just for the application for Italian citizenship by the cent, you can come in Italy without a visa because you can come as a tourist. And if the process is, I mean, will, will takes more than three months, you can ask for a resident permit. Uh, it's called um, permesso di soggiorno for, I mean, waiting for citizenship in attesa di cittadinanza in, in Italian. But, I mean, at the same time, if you, um, if you don't care about uh, the, the application itself, or maybe you want to apply later for your Italian citizenship by the sense, then you can apply in a first attempt to the elective resident visa, for example. And during your stay, then you can file your citizenship application through the municipality. Yeah, and that's 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 great because my um, my friend Antonia got her citizenship uh, just about three years ago now, and I think she was on her last or next to last day of her tourist visa before it came through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she was scrambling trying to figure out where am I where am I going to go for like you know a week or two weeks or whatever you have to be. I understand. I understand. Uh, so now you mentioned that there's a second type of visa that you could get. Yes. Sure. Yes, the second time that is actually a, a really new type of visa uh, is the so-called investor visa or golden visa. Um, this type of visa is actually a new visa, uh, I mean, designed for wealthy people. So if you have some, I mean, the so-called high net worth individuals, and if you want to come in Italy by making an investment, you will have a residency uh, right, a resident permit because of an investment you did in uh, in Italy. Uh, of course, here uh, we have different mm, requirements, of course, because we are talking not about demonstrating that you have some passive incomes that you can have, of course. But here, the main focus is to make an investment in Italy. Um, we are talking about, as, as I said, some wealthy people because the minimum investment you, you can do is uh, around the two, 250,000 euros. Uh, so, I mean, we are talking about a, re a relevant amount of money that you can invest. But at the same time, if you have this amount of money, uh, this is certainly the best option to come in Italy because you will have some benefits and you are more flexible in your stay. For example, uh, the investor visa, and this is different from the elective resident visa, with the investor visa, uh, you can enter in Italy and then you can exit, re-enter, exit. I mean, you have a multiple entry visa without the risk of losing your residency status. So uh, this is really important because, I mean, a lot of people, for example, ask to us, okay, but I would like to, uh, yes, to set my residency in Italy for the moment, but I mean, I want to go back to my country because I have my business in my country. So I want to uh, be free to travel as long as I want. So actually, uh, this is not possible generally with the other visa because with the other visa, of course, you can travel abroad, but you have to pay attention because if you stay too much abroad, you risk the uh, the revocation of your resident permit. So actually, you are more flexible with an investor visa. Um, the other good things with this type of uh, in this type of visa that is different from all the other visa, also from the other investor visa for the entire Europe, is that you will do the, your investments only after you got your visa. 
This is really important because actually, I don't know if you uh, read something about the golden visas, the so-called golden visa. Uh, these gold, they are they are called golden visa because uh, you can have the right of residency in, in a country, in Italy, for example, and you can do everything you want. Basically, you can uh, return in your country without losing your residency. You can start your business. You can study. Your family members are covered too. You know these benefits, so actually is a more, um, I mean, flexible visa option. Um, but differently, uh, Italy has one more uh, benefits than the other country, European countries, because here in Italy, as I said, you will make your investment only after your visa is granted. In other country, yes, you have to make your investment and then you have to apply. Of course, in this situation, you have the risk that your visa is not approved for some reasons. Here is different. They say, okay, just um, present us your investment plan where you want to invest, prove us that you have the money, your money are from local sources, and then we can approve your visa. And after three months, you enter in Italy, you have to do your investment. So actually, I mean, it's really uh, appreciated by many people because they say, okay, I have my visa and I have all the time to uh, organize my investment, open my bank account. I mean, you have three months to to do that. Oh, that's yeah, that's really benefit. And like you said, there's it's low risk because you know if you get you get turned down, you didn't you didn't haven't moved any money in that. So now, so uh, what do you have to invest in? Is it do you have to invest like in the market? Do you have to buy property? How do you, how what do you have to buy or do? Yes, yes. For the moment, there are three uh, four options. Okay, so you can choose to invest, or the the minimum is, as I said, two hundred and fifty thousand euros in an Italian startup, or you can invest the minimum of five hundred thousand euros in an Italian company. So we, uh, it means that, for example, buying stocks of that company, that is the most chosen uh, investment option right now, or you can make a philanthropic donation, for example, to an Italian museum or an Italian entity. And is one million euro or two million euros if you want to invest in our government bonds. So actually, the government for the moment designed these four options. The less you invest, more risky is the investment because you are investing in a startup. Actually, if you want to invest in government bonds, they are generally more, I mean, a more secure option that you have to invest more. But right now, um, the 90% of people are choosing to invest in companies. Uh, because, of course, they aim to stay in Italy medium term or long term. So actually, they plan to uh, maintain the investment and, for example, after five years or several years to sell the stocks. And so, I mean, they can also have some gains. Right, right. Yeah, well, that's 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 attractive for uh, people that have that, you know, that kind of money. Um, Correct. And, you know, really certainly attractive. something to think about. Yeah, especially especially the fact that you said you can you could come back and forth and and do all of that. You know, so that that helps. Now, with these yeah. with with either one of these visas, I'm going to assume that you don't get quite the same type of benefits that you would if you became an Italian citizen and lived in Italy. We'll be right back. Italian Roots and Genealogy is proudly sponsored by Your Dolce Vita and Dawn Matera, connecting people to their purpose in life and continuing their legacy. For more information, contact Dawn at 
www.yourdolcevita.com. Of course, uh, becoming Italian citizen is the main goal. As I mean, uh, of course, with the Italian citizenship and Italian passport in your hands, you have not to think about visas, to go to a consulate, to renew your resident permit, because actually, of course, you can get you, you can have a visa, but after you get your visa, you have to come in Italy and apply for a resident permit. And I mean, every one year, two years, you have to renew your resident permit. So you are you have continuity to demonstrate that you have the right of stay in Italy. With an Italian passport, there is nothing like that. So actually you are a citizen, so you can travel abroad, you can live abroad your entire life. Um, I mean, you have not to pass to the consulate. Actually, of course, you can vote because you're a citizen. Mm. Uh, you can enjoy all the benefits uh, through the consular services. Um, I mean, there are, of course, you are a citizen, actually. So, I mean, it's way more better to live in Italy because, of course, um, in concrete, uh, I mean, the law says that who has the resident permit has the same right, except for voting, of course, uh, like the citizen. But, I mean, in concrete, it's not always like, like that because, for example, it's very common – I mean, the, the, the Italian bureaucracy is very uh, a mess, <laughs> so it's very <laughs> Common that people say, "Oh, I, I had problems. I had issues uh, for register for register my uh, myself or my kids or my wives to the Italian healthcare system uh, because they they raise some issues with my resident permit." So actually, this not, I mean it doesn't exist if you are a citizen. You are a citizen and you have the most uh, secure status for stay and live in Italy. Uh, yeah, that's great. So why don't we talk a little bit about you also, you know, you also help people get the citizenship. And uh, I know there's at least two types. One is like myself. My uh, grandfather was born in Italy and he did naturalize, but he naturalized after my father was born. So I'm good yeah. there. Uh, but there's also this uh, 1948 law that I know confuses everybody and it's been explained to me yes. several times and I still don't understand it completely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's normal. So actually, there are two important things to to note about the applications right now, especially after COVID. Uh, as you correctly said, from one side, yes, the, the so-called night for kid case. Uh, I mean, you can find plenty of information on the internet, but a lot of people sometimes, yes, email us and say, oh, I didn't understand exactly how it works. So uh, if I qualify as an administrative ordinary case of, I mean, I have a 9048 case. What is important in the 9048 case is that uh, if you find a woman into your family line, your Italian bloodline, you fall under a 9048 case if that woman, grandmother, for example, had the next in line, her son or her daughter, before 9048. Uh, this is not generally, uh, I mean, generally it's it's clear, but <laughs> sometimes it's not so clear because people just, for example, find a woman and says, okay, there's a woman, so I have a 9048 case, but it's not. The woman, uh, uh, I mean, if we have a child born before 9048 from that woman, then we have the 9048 case. Differently is a case that you can process through the, the consulate or the Italian Comune, the town hall. The, the other important things uh, is 
starting to become really trending right now because especially after COVID, um, I mean, all pe almost all people uh, are not able to book appointments at the consulate, at the Italian consulate. For example, in the United States, this is something pretty new. Uh, if you try, for example, to book an appointment at the Los Angeles consulate or in Miami or in Houston, Philadelphia, I mean, if you try right now, uh, it's literally impossible or because they have a long wait time for just the appointment. We are talking about, for example, Boston. I checked two years ago, two days ago. Um, they had like six, six, five, six years of wait time for the appointment. Or there are consulates that are completely closed. For example, the New York City consulate completely closed. There is like a, a written statement on the consular website says we suspend all the appointments so you cannot take an appointment and so you cannot apply for Italian citizenship by this time. And so uh, starting from 2020, from 2020, uh, all people say, okay, but if I cannot, I mean, if I cannot book an appointment, how can I apply? I mean, I, or, I, or I wait, but I don't know when they will reopen or I try different solution, except for coming in Italy, of course, because not everybody can come and move the residency in Italy. So actually all people, most of people right now are filing the application through the Italian court. Uh, this is a new approach that is really trending, especially in the United States right now. Uh, it's not new because in other countries uh, we already filed this type of cases, but uh, especially after COVID, all constantly closed. So actually you can file your application through the Italian court without coming here because you can just sign a power of attorney to an Italian citizenship attorney. And then you can ask the judge to declare uh, your Italian citizenship by the send by demonstrating that you cannot have the appointment of the consulate because the Italian law is clear on the side. The Italian law says that, yes, you have to apply to the consulate. But at the same time, the there are some obligation from the consulate. Uh, so the consul, the consul has by the law to process a case in maximum two years, and each person has the right to present to file an application. So it's not allowed by the law that a consul is stop the appointment or, for some reason, for example, they uh, they suspend the appointment, like for example, the New York City consulate, and. I mean, starting from 2020, there are these new cases that are new judicial precedent won by the applicant. And so they got the Italian citizenship by the court, by the Italian court in Rome. So this is a new approach that is starting to be trending because actually, except for a few consulates like in Miami that is open right now, but they have a long wait time, uh, or Boston, for example. I mean, it's, through the other consulates, it's literally impossible to have an appointment. Uh, yeah, well, that's really good news um, because a lot of people have been asking me recently and I was saying, you know, uh, especially if you're, you know, close to my age, 70, um, it's going to be very yeah. difficult to wait six, seven, eight years to get citizenship at that point. Correct. Does it really matter? Um, and I'm actually I'm actually in the midst of the process right now with uh, with an uh, attorney who's who's uh, helping me out, and uh, we're just in the we're in the process of getting all the records together and everything. So, um, you know, uh, you know, I guess once that's done, then we'll we'll see what the next step. But I wouldn't mind spending forty five days in Italy, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm 
I'm praying we're going to get there in April or May this year. We postponed twice already. Um, yeah, uh, you have uh, to come here to visit my office. Uh, I'd like to, but you know, we're doing we're doing a whole ancestor thing, and the um, the, okay. the the building behind me is my uh, third great grandfather's uh, home in Montebello. Unfortunately, okay. it's, it's not in the family any longer. Unfortunately, okay. Uh, he. He was the um, he was the Count of Montebello in Calabria. Oh, okay, okay, perfect. <laughs> um, so, uh, so this is this is all you know, really, really great information. Um, so, anybody who wants to contact you to either you know learn more, find out if they're eligible, what's the right step for them, how would they find you? Yes, or well, people can go on our website that is embersunnylaw.com. Um, you, they, I mean, they will find a contact form. We will make a free eligibility check on their cases. So, I mean, they can just share their family line and the information they, they have for the moment. And then, yes, yeah, so we can continue. We can advise on the best path, on the best option, alternative option, like, for example, going through the court. And, yeah, we can check the eligibility of the client. Um, yeah, that's great. And I'll put all that information on the post and, and on the video and everything so, so people can find it Thank you, Bob. Uh, quickly and easier. Uh, well, I really, really appreciate you taking the time. Um, I, I know you have My a pleasure. busy day ahead of you, I'm sure. So thanks again. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bob. Thank you again. Have a nice day.